Backstage here at Defiant Washington Hall, we have the PCW Ultra Women's Champion Viva Van. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. You know, it's it's we built the Defiant Ones Patre- uh, Patreon podcast during the pandemic. I got to chat with you via Zoom. It's cool. It's it was a product of its time. It was definitely a necessity at the time, but it's so awesome to chat with you in person. It's it's so much better vibe, and mm-hmm. you know, we get to play off each other and actually have a conversation. So welcome. Thank you so much. This is a very cool setup here. I love it. Hell yeah. So we were talking off mic here. Uh, so I, we've talked a little bit about your love of metal, heavy metal. You come out to heavy metal music. Mm-hmm. You look very metal. Uh, the leather, <laughs> the spikes. I didn't know you sang in a metal band. Mm-hmm. You were a death metal vocalist. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about this. When did you start the band? What was the band called? And yeah, let's, let's talk about your death metal past. I think uh, we started the band in 2012, 2013, okay. and the band was called Mocking of the Trinity. We weren't around for that long. Mocking of the Trinity? Yeah. Very, uh, very... Uh, very metal. Metal. <laughs> very anti-Christian. Yeah. <laughs> so, so w- where were you guys based out of? L.A.? L.A. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there any demo or recording we, we can We have use? some on YouTube. Mocking of the Trinity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, uh, what was your what, what would you compare yourself? Were you did you sound like a evil velociraptor, or was there like a vocalist who you kind of sounded a little similar to? I'd like to say that I growl. Growl. Okay. <laughs> but uh, bands that we were influenced by, we were influenced by. Uh, well, what I was influenced by was Unleashed and yeah. Necrophobia. That's what I was going for, but. A lot of my bandmates like they liked other different types of metal. You know, there's like so many subgenres and yeah. stuff like that. So we never, all of our songs, all of our demos, they sound completely different sure. genres from each other. <laughs> so what got you into underground music? I mean, you know, not everyone is born with a Bathory CD in there. You, yeah. know, you know, what got you into the underground music? Uh, I had a friend in high school that took me to my very first show in LA and it was at the Black Castle and if you're from LA you know that that used to be the place to go to for metal bands and the first band I remember seeing was Filled by Fire and mm-hmm. Merciless Death. Wow, okay. This is okay. So uh was is there any like you know bucket list concerts you got to see as a kid like do any that you remember? Um well I wasn't like a a metal fan as a kid so it was just more of like when I got older, I, I went to Summer Slaughter when yeah. I was around. Like, yep. Big, big concerts like that were 70,000 tons. Yeah, tell metal. me about that. So you went on, there's a there's a, a, a huge boat, uh, there's a huge, uh, what would you call it? A uh, Cruise. Cruise, that's the word <laughs> I'm looking for, a brain fart. There's a huge <laughs> metal cruise uh-huh. called the 70,000 Tons of Metal with everyone from, you know, a freaking obituary to Cannibal yes. Corpse. You know, uh-huh. it's just like, and it's tons of metalheads on this cruise. What was that like? That was amazing. Yeah. It was a concert 24-7 for that whole week. And then also the buffet was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was pretty cool seeing Obituary and seeing um, Halloween yes. perform live before he passed away, the singer. And yeah, it, it's just cool experience. I got very lucky. I got invited because cool. I was a pool girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's I got on through that. Sure. Pool girl. Okay. Right on. Second <laughs> career for you. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's your first memory of wrestling as a kid? My first memory, well, my dad, he bought me a PlayStation console. Okay. And my dad wasn't really around, so he would buy me these big gifts once mm-hmm. in a great while, uh, I guess just to 
make me feel better that he wasn't around. Sure. <laughs> so uh, the first game that he sent me was the Wrestle Arcade. Um, was it the WrestleMania arcade game? Okay. And that's nice. my first memory of it. And that was before I knew that they were real people and real wrestlers. I just thought it was a game. Just thought it was a for game. Years. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, did you ever think, like, I'm going to do this? What, what made you think you were going to be a wrestler? Uh, it wasn't until I actually found out that wrestling and all the wrestlers on this game was real. Because yeah. I would talk to my friends about it, and they're like, why don't you just watch it? on thursday night smackdown yeah, you're like what what do you mean huh? i was like what do you yeah exactly what do you mean i had no idea that these were real people i was like you're telling me that this is real yeah started watching it from there and uh, i fell in love with it and i always like secretly had this hope and dream that i would be a wrestler one day amazing <laughs> and you are you are <laughs> so you uh so you make your way into training where did you train again uh, I started at Santino Bros in LA, but yep. now I'm at Knox Pro with Rikishi. That's amazing. So what's uh, what's a what's a day like with Rikishi? It's got to be cool to to have this probably someone you saw like on those video games, and then you uh -huh. saw on SmackDown, and yeah. now he's he's a trainer and probably your friend. Is it's amazing. Uh, he is full of knowledge. Just yeah. the way he would word things, it would just click for me. Like, he doesn't even have to step in the ring to show me anything. Mm -hmm. It's just his words, the way he words things. And he's someone that definitely has been there and done it all. Yeah. So a good person to, to have to teach. That's awesome. So, you know, March 2020, the world changes forever, right? The pandemic hits. Things are a lot different at that time. And they certainly have, you know, it's affected how we are today. How did you get through mentally? How did you, you know, stay sane during the pandemic? Um... Thankfully for my family, I had my family mm -hmm. and uh, just I started a business. Okay. <laughs> I had just graduated college and wrestling wasn't happening at all. So I started a cosmetic line just to distract myself from yeah. not being able to wrestle. Wow. So tell me about making your own DIY cosmetic line in the, in the pandemic. Like, did you have any partners and, and how, what gave you the idea to do that? And I went to college for it. That's awesome. So I, I pretty much everything that I learned in college, I was like, well, why don't I just put it to use now? Cause I'm literally at home not doing anything. Yeah. So that's how I got started. Is that something you still pursuing and you're, yeah. and you're involved with? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like crazy about like I was in 2020 cause that was literally my whole life. But yeah. now I still have my makeup lineup and you can still check it out on hellbentglam.com. What was that again? Hellbentglam.com. Hellbentglam.com. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, do you have people come and do you, you do, so you do their makeup or do you sell the makeup? I'm sorry. I sell the makeup. Sell the makeup. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Right on. Um, so after you get your, 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 uh, you know, training with, uh, at Knox Pro and, and at Santino Bros, when was your first match where you felt proud of it? Like really stoked on, on, how the match went do you do you recall your first like match that you were like yeah that was a great match is it weird that my very first match okay I hey, you know what let's <laughs> be honest yeah yeah because it took me a while before i got to debut i was training for a year and a half almost two years before i got a chance to showcase my yeah. ability so i think at that moment i felt like i was ready i felt like i was ready to take on the world yeah I was just happy that i finally got to do it that's awesome <laughs> So tell me a little bit about your, your reign at PCW Ultra uh, and, and how you got involved with wrestling at PCW Ultra because you've had that belt for quite a while uh, and, you know, you are killing it down there. So how did you get involved with PCW Ultra and what does that mean to you? 
So when I had started as a trainee, uh, Brody King, he recommended me to work merch there, pay my dues there. And so I did it. Like, as soon as I started training, I started paying my dues there. And eventually, opportunities came. Very much like a mirror, which is why I have so much respect for her, because she did that here at Defy. Yes, absolutely. So how long have you been the champ for PCW Ultra? It's been quite a while, right? Yeah, it's been... Well, second reign's been about six months. That's amazing. <laughs> but overall, it's been about a year. That's awesome. Uh, so... Uh, what are what are some of your goals in in 2023? You know, we're coming up to the end of the year. What are some of your goals for 2023? My goal for 2023 is to finally get that major wrestling contract. Yes, ultimate goal. <laughs> awesome, and uh, you know, we do have a Defy Women's Championship now, so yeah. uh, maybe we'll see a Vert Vixen Viva Van match for both belts. Yeah, oh. belt versus belt. I'm down for that. Nice, nice. Right on. Well, okay, so if you're, like, working out and you need to put on, like, a metal album, mm-hmm. what's one that you're going for to, to get you pumped up? Something you can recommend? To get me pumped up, I always play... <laughs> it's probably basic. Well, basic in the metal world. Painkiller by Judas Priest. Yeah. I feel like I can just sprint very fast when I listen to that. <laughs> Can you do the scream? Did you not the? No, you're not gonna do that. Okay, okay, I can't do. I not not those vocals. I don't got those vocals. Can you can you still do the like death metal vocals? I'm not gonna ask you to do it right now, but you can do it. I mean, I do it in my match here and there. Yeah, there you go. I try to get it out of my system because I do miss doing it. So you know, there's a lot of metal you know musicians uh, who are also wrestlers. We got Chris Jericho with Fozzy. We got Brody King with God's Hate. We ever going to see you be a wrestler slash metal? Do you think you'll ever be able to have time to do both? I would. I hope to. Like, I, I really want to start. Even if I can't commit to a band, I would like to do a project, you know, mm-hmm. release something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope so. So, Viva Van, uh, my last, last couple questions for you. Um, so, back here in Defy, we call the fans the Defiance. Yes. Um, they're a part of the community, very vital part of the community. What does the Defiance, a.k.a. the fans, mean to you? They mean a whole lot to me. They have welcomed me with open arms, and they're always great, and I love them so much. Awesome. And my last question for you is uh, pick a scar on your body. Show us if you can, but at least tell us the story of how you got the scar. Scar. Oh, I got to take my sleeve off. Okay. This is a stupid scar that I got. Okay, can you hold it? Yeah, no worries. I think it's on his arm. It's it's on the wrong arm. So I have this scar here. I don't know if you can see. It's like a hair straightener right here. So I got third degree burns because I was rushing to get ready mm-hmm. and I leaned to get something. But while I was leaning over, I leaned on the hair straightener oh. and I didn't feel it at first. So I left it there for a while. And then I was like, what is that smell? What is that smell? Oh. It was my skin. Jesus. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I could have avoided that. Dumb, dumb scar to have. <laughs> wow. Viva Van, how do people follow you? You can follow me at Hellbent Vixen. Right on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah.